Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grief Podcast, episode number 48. I'll be your host this week, Tiggs. And with me, as always, the filbert to my heifer, Alex. Uh, hey! <laughs> How's it going, I'm Alex? trying to remember, like, a catchphrase from Rocko's Rocko's Modern, Life. Modern Life. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't. I don't know. I got nothing. Rocco was just kind of like, he was just a little, you know. Spunky! Uh, yeah. He's just Aust- Australian? Yeah. Yeah. yeah was that it? show was pretty good. That show was awesome. That show was, like, kind of fucked up when you look back on it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, didn't they get, like, a um, an episode banned because, like, someone got, like, hit in the nuts? Something, there was something weird about it. I, I mean, remember watching one, um, and, uh, yeah, I want to say that was, that was the thing. That, like, that was a deleted uh, thing on YouTube. Oh, nice. I remember someone gets like their nuts stepped on. I remember their, something test testicle violence. They they played the board game Spank the Monkey, like I think throughout that series. That's what the name of the board game was. Uh, really? Yeah, they were. Uh, that show was weird. Spank the monkey, like or shock. That's shock the monkey. That's shock not the spank monkey. the monkey. But it's not. That's no, don't whiz on the electric song. fence. But well. I mean, the, the Nick Jones were pretty thing. fucked up, right? There were some pretty fucked up. Uh, have you? I've actually watched. We probably talked about this. I've actually watched. Are you afraid of the dark recently? <laughs> I've watched so much. Are afraid of the dark in the last couple, like the last year or so. It's crazy. It's, oh, it's it's like so campy. I mean, besides that, they're at campy. I get it, but no, it's they're or the Midnight Society thing. But it's just, it's so bad, but it's so funny to watch. Dude, I, I mean, I love, like, anthology stuff and, like, anthology horror and all that, and some of the stuff actually holds up all right in terms of, like, if you think about, like, just cheesy stuff like that. Yeah. Um, There was a couple moments, like, watching some episodes, I'm like, all right, this is pretty disturbing for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, another... some of the make, like, like the like the monster design type things, I'm like, all right, I get why this was terrifying. Even the opening credits to that show were terrifying. Yeah. There's just, I like, just, that, that doll, and there's, like, the creepy kids laughing, and, like, the swing set. Gil- Gilbert Godfrey? That's that's scary. <laughs> that's always scary. And it was, wasn't was that the first episode? Was that what he was in? He had, like, a whole arc, right? Oh, did he? Did he have he had multiple episodes? I think so. I want to yeah. say, like, maybe three or four. That's weird how Nick, like, would always get, like, these big-name celebrities for just, like, a couple of arcs on their shows, like uh, Iggy Pop. Well, I mean, not, like, super big-name celebrities, but, you know, like, Iggy Pop was in Pete and Pete. Uh, for like a couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe was in Pete and Pete. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's really just Pete and Pete. Mainly yeah. just Pete and Pete. And I know. I'm pretty sure I was watching when my nephew was here. I was like watching Nick Jr. and I'm pretty sure I saw Steve Buscemi on an episode of something. Like I it was like that. in like a coming attraction. He was like in an, on an episode of one of their shows. So like they they're still getting. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was totally crazy. Uh, I mean, you don't. I don't know if you get that same. I don't know if there's that same quality of programming anymore. On uh, Nick. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, and I guess quality is a objective word too. But I mean, it's just that I think there's. Uh, it's just been cracked down on. Like at that point, I don't think like they could get away with some of this stuff. And, like, we would be exposed to it. But, like, today, I don't think we we would really be getting exposed to that stuff on, on like, a channel where parents these days would be like, no, you can totally, yeah, that's fine right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess, 
man, nostalgia though is like too crazy for for our generation. So I'm sure yeah. all those shows will be kept alive forever. Oh god, yeah. And I've and I've watched and I've tried going back and watching like all that. Does not hold up. No, I I've never actually gone back and watched all that. Um, oh, it's not good. Or Roundhouse, I haven't watched that either. Oh my god, Roundhouse! Just like the. The, the like hip hop dancing yeah. sketch comedy. Sketch comedy. Why did that genre not catch on? <laughs> that was it's but it was one of like that was one of a kind. I still remember like like skits from that. Like it's crazy. <laughs> that show for whatever reason left a mark on me and I don't think it's a good thing, but it's there. It's that's probably not a good mark. No, it's probably not a good mark. I mean, you just get at it's like they send you to the principal. They're like, "Is something okay? Everything okay at home?" Like that's the kind of mark that it's left on me. Yeah, everything's fine. It's a love mark. Yeah, you walked into a wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did it to myself. That's what happened. Speaking of doing things to yourself, Alex, what have you been playing? I did something crazy this week, Tiggs. Uh oh, what'd you do? I plugged my Wii U back in. Whoa. Me too. Um, well, mine was plugged in, but I actually played it. Yeah, uh, and I, I yeah I did that, and I played uh, Rayman Legends oh, the demo. Okay, it's been out for like almost a month now, but I finally got to it. Nice, tell me about um, it because I really I just about, I haven't gotten it either. So or I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, it's about three. It's three levels. Um, I mean it looks it looks good. Uh, you know it looks like Rayman Origins. Okay. Um, a little bit more like kind of three D type stuff. Uh, that I saw uh, okay. in like the opening and everything, um, but gameplay wise, um, for some a lot of it, it's it's you know similar. You're you're collecting like the looms or whatever, right? right. That's what they're called. Yep. Um, you those know those kind blue of things, the blue flying, glowy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're doing that, and uh, you're kind of platforming, uh, and then you get to the the sections that are a bit more Wii U specific okay. so uh at one point one of the other characters i can't remember can you remember any of the characters uh raymond raymond yeah <laughs> besides raymond um uh, uh alternate like, costumed raymond <laughs> yeah so like the one bigger character guy at one point you're you're uh it switches over to him and you're using touch on the bottom screen he's just kind of walking um on autopilot Okay. And you're using touch to like lower platforms, like move platforms from side to side, tap like guys, uh, and things like that to make give him a a clear path uh, across the level, and you know make the secrets and like the same thing. Like you're still rescuing guys, like the same way you were in Rayman Origins. Okay, so you're still finding uh, this treasure, like just the random caves. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's it's just like, um, so you're doing that and. You're just kind of, I mean, kind of like lemmings-ish. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Oh wait, they're following you around the whole time. No, no, he he's just going, and you're just trying to clear everything around for him, so you don't have direct control over. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you're doing that. That's like one of the main or major touch points that I saw. That was like kind of Wii U-ish, and you're kind of tilting. Like at one point, you'll be on something, and it'll say like, "Look at the top screen," and you'll tilt the whole gamepad, and oh. you'll you'll move things around to, to open up the path. Uh, so a little touch stuff like that. And it seems to work all pretty well. Um, the tapping stuff. I mean, it seems fun. It's, so wait, when you say, when you move, like by move around stuff on the game pad or actually move around the game pad, like 
like a gyroscopic. You're, you're tilting the gamepad, like yeah. The oh, okay, okay, cool. Uh, to kind of you know get a platform to you know right side up or anything like that. Okay. Uh, and then the last level is one of the things that's definitely going to be like the rhythm game section right. when you have multiple people because uh, it's like just crazy. Like you're just running um, and you're kind of jumping around to the beat and there's like guys that are just like coming in at certain points being like, yeah, and like rocking out. Yeah, all right. And I'm feeling the rhythm. You're just, yeah, you're just running to the to the right and you're not actually doing the rhythm game stuff but you can oh. see how like when there's going to be multiple people oh they'll be doing the rhythm game uh, stuff that's going to be the part yeah okay that, so all right it seems it all seems fun i mean okay. it's more rayman but like with these little extra things and i mean i can't say that the touch stuff is you know selling me on the spot like i wouldn't buy right. a game just of that but i'd buy a sequel to rayman origins yeah exactly that's it and then i guess that extra stuff so do you think that the game is really kind of more uh, its selling point is that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's it sells me on its own anyway. Right. Uh, but that other stuff seems fine. Because I don't, I don't really sure. see the Wii U uh, audience being like, we want a new Raymond game or anything like that. Like, I don't... And maybe that's because they, they know this one's coming out or whatever. But I, I we, no one was really saying too much. We all thought that it was gone. The series was done because it didn't do all that well. No, it didn't at all. And I mean, I guess I'm I'm happy that it's coming no matter what. Yeah. And it seems like it's awesome. You know, I Nintendo, I mean, saving this and Bayonetta, that's pretty that's awesome. That's pretty impressive. So that's that's pretty good. And uh the new Monolith Soft game was uh unveiled what was it this morning? Oh was that? I didn't actually say it. What was it? Uh I mean it looks like another Xenoblade game. Oh shit. Really? All right. Nice. So it looks like there's some cool stuff on the on the horizon. Right. I mean, oh, nothing yeah, right now. Right. I mean, not going. Right. I forgot. Yeah, I remember there was a bunch of Wii U announcements coming in. Well, yeah, Nintendo Direct was this morning. Yeah. Um, but I'm going on the Wii U eShop. Man, there's nothing. No. Is this? I mean, it's they still have a bunch fair. of. Well, I mean, there haven't really been all that many retail releases for the Wii U. No. No, oh, no, no. There was Rise of the Guardians. That yeah, was it. Like, I think. like since the first week, there's been like a handful of games. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be anything for a little while, too. Yeah, no, it's kind of. I sad. mean, they're not getting Dead Space, right? I don't think so. I'm not sure, though. Honestly, I mean, we know that they're uh, not getting Metro anymore. Uh, which yeah, is really weird right. that how late that announcement came. And I think that for a while it was supposed to be like they were going to be doing something fancy for the Metro version for that, right? Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure, but I mean, I, I wouldn't well, I doubt it because the processor, I is, guess, is so much. I don't know if it's slower. day and date with the other ones, but Alien Colonial Marines is supposed to be like you know different on that. Like you're supposed to, you know, the that's cool. The gamepad's going to be your, you know, your radar or whatever, and it's going to make all those aliens noises. That's cool. I mean the. Uh, you know that they're using the gamepad for like a decent you know actual use and that you can actually get a different experience from like the same type of title on different platforms you know it's like well, what, what was it? the Jurassic Park games you know those were completely fucking different on all three platforms that that came out on and like that that's kinda, yeah yeah absolutely and I think that you know it's gonna be nice to see things besides maps 
uh, is is going to be the major thing. Yeah, well, I'd like to see an adventure game that uses yeah uh, the, the the you know kind of the gamepad in an interesting way. More than I guess the cave, people have been annoyed that it's just for character switching. That's I really, went on the yeah. Miiverse for that, and people were not happy about the cave uh, on Wii U. I was uh, browsing through some of the Miiverse stuff uh, this weekend. Like I went through like the YouTube channel and just like looking at pictures people were drawing and stuff like that. It was not bad. Oh, I think the Miiverse is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but also, I actually I was looking and I got my one post that I made the first time I used it got. Uh, it got flagged by Nintendo and got me in trouble. What, ha- what What was your post? I just I just drew a little picture of Mario frowning. That's oh. it. And I got and I got like a citation from Nintendo. So wait, what happened? I just got like a thing being like, "Hey, you did bad. Don't do it again." Really? Yeah. Holy crap! So you're like you're one strike in. I guess so. One, you were one strike in on day one, dude. And that was like the first time it was like I was playing Super Mario Brothers U and it was like, oh, draw something like to talk about your experience. So I just drew a picture of Mario and I'm frowning and he says, jump, man. Is that what it really? Did you say yeah. jump, man? Nice. Um, man. And I got in trouble for it. That's creative expression, not alive. <laughs> and it's not like I was like saying shit about the game or being like, I was just, you know, just drawing a little guy. They're just protecting their IP, man. I guess so. You know? They didn't want me bringing up Jumpman. Oh, that could be it too. I don't know why. I don't think that. I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's just you violated copyright stuff. I guess. I mean, but I'm pretty sure it's not like that's that would what, be the first time. Of, it's all violating copyright stuff. That's the point of it. Is people just drawing dumb shit? Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you, man. Uh, it's fucked up. It's real fucked up. So Reggie, I expect an explanation on my desk by tomorrow. Especially because you didn't hang out with us in line like everyone said you were going to for the Wii U. She's still pissed at me for the Wii. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Like, I think we said it then, but that was... My impression is he saw you again, and it was just the end of it right there. We're getting him. <laughs> I'm uh, choke slam. I'm going to stop and see him. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, yeah, so but Rayman Legends, Rayman Legends it's pretty, pretty good. good. You know what? I was gonna get it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to see that it's still good. Still more Rayman stuff. I mean, I don't know. Do you, are you excited about the touch stuff in anything really? Not really. Um, but you can't really do anything about it at this point, I guess. So you just gotta live with it. To the point that stuff like that doesn't feel like an iOS style tackon. I'm not going to say that it doesn't feel like an iOS-style tack-on, but it, it seems like they're doing enough different, I guess. I mean, I haven't played it, so I really can't speak too knowledgeably on it. But, it, the you know, that they will be using the two screens for something. You know, I oh. I think that does say more to it than it just yeah. being an iOS-style add-on. And I think that, like, I mean, again, that stuff, I mean, it's going to be different when you have the dynamic of five people playing. Yeah. And and it's going to be more impactful there if you're like helping out your friends and stuff like that. Right. I mean, again, like the I mean, the reason I say like iOS because like, like this is something I could see as a game separate for that, like all touch. Oh, okay. Like, I see what you're they were going for like that type of thing. Um, like I could totally see that being being something. Like they um, can monetize that and like put a bunch of microtransactions into it and sell it on iOS. <laughs> free to play. Free to play. Rayman Origins. Yeah, there you go. Five thousand coins. That one's free, Michelle. <laughs> 
let's not let's not give him any ideas. <laughs> no, poor Michelle Ansel. He probably he probably like it's held at like in a basement somewhere and put make more rabbits games. Yeah, that's literally. I'm pretty sure that's what they do. Oh. Someday you'll get to make Beyond Good and Evil too. Maybe. Oh man! And what about? Oh my gosh! This is totally off topic, but well, not really. Uh, but that Ubisoft bought THQ Montreal, so now the Assassin's yeah. Creed guy is back with Ubisoft. Yeah, oh, but Patrice, back Patrice, with... yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, I mean, do you think they're going to give him some shit, or do you think they're like, please help Assassin's Creed? <laughs> no, I think. I think they're going to give him some shit by being like, hey, Patrice, that 1666 game, pretty good. Look what's in this door. Here's Assassin's Creed 3. How would would you like to make 1666 Assassin's Creed 3? What would you you think about putting Connor into 1666? He's got a time machine now, and he goes back 100 years. (laughs) We think it'll fit in with the series really well. All your games now take place in the Animus. That's cool, you're, right? You're in the Animus. Did you know that? Did you look around? I bet you didn't expect this to happen. Like I feel, <laughs> poor dude. I yeah, mean, I, know, I feel really bad for this guy. I mean, I feel bad for everyone. With oh God, I like. Uh, I've really. Oh, Vivendi. Oh, man, having I mean, did did Double Fine get any of their IPs? Not that back? I know of. Because I, I mean, know that, they were trying to buy. I think stacking, right? I, I'm sure that they could get that back. Um, I, I don't. I wouldn't expect that to go for. I mean, because I'm only assuming that just because uh, well, uh, Crytek was able to buy Homefront, uh, the Homefront license for like 500k, which is the cheapest thing to go that I saw. <laughs> Let's so be honest. That's that's a probably you know a, a, a pretty good price. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but stacking is arguably going to be the same price. Oh, I could probably buy stacking. Yeah, but the thing, um, but no, Vivendi, the uh, Dark Siders, you know. A vigil, yeah. A uh, vigil, yeah. Not Vivendi, sorry. A vigil. Uh, I was saying, I had the V's in my head. Um, vigil not having a buyer yet really makes me sad. Uh, and yeah, um, someone bought Ukes, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, no, 2K. 2K got the WWE license. I don't know if that means they actually took Ukes, the studio, with them or what. Oh. Oh, I'm that's, not sure. That's that's the thing that I don't know. Because they took over studio. some. Uh, they they did buy a full studio that. That was announced, but um. Oh, then that would probably that would be because I imagine. Probably. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if that title gets completely revamped. Right. Oh, I was talking to Colm uh, about hey, all Colm. the stuff that was going on. Hey, Colm. And the second, like, I was just like, "Oh man, THQ just got sold off." He's like, "Oh yeah, did Rockstar buy Saints Row and buried underground?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, it's like Koch Media, which I guess is owner of Deep Silver. Uh, oh, so apparently, does... hold, sorry, I think it's just a rumor that 2K Sports has acquired the WWE license. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. That's it, or, it, or now they're saying that it will, but it hasn't been finalized. It hasn't been finalized, I don't think, yet. Because I think all this stuff's got to get approved by, is it everyone's shareholders? Yeah, which I think the, there were a bunch of deals that and were judges. made yesterday uh, on the... 22nd uh that were just approved today and i think that's where all that that's where most of this uh news has been coming from is that this stuff finally being yeah. finalized I'm but just yeah trying to find some stuff. I, I hope that volition again will be okay under Koch media i guess they they do deep silver so you know they got dead island so one would imagine that they will you know 
be fine people to let a studio do their own things and hopefully yeah. give them money. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, that can get a sequel. That, that actually, it's getting a sequel. As I'm saying, yeah. Okay. If that can get a sequel, hopefully they will they'll float Saints Row 4. All right, here we go. I've got a list of everything that's happened. Uh, Relic Entertainment uh, is going to Sega. Which is interesting because Sega isn't necessarily doing great. Sega's not... Yeah, but, I mean, Relic teaming up with, like, Warhammer... Just every, I think that this could actually be really good. I think I think it makes kind of sense. Like all, yeah. I think people were speculating Warner Brothers for that one, right? Yeah. Or but uh, but uh, yeah, Sega yeah. won for twenty six point six mil, and uh, Zenimax uh, for was back up at twenty six point three. Wow. Um, TSQ Montreal, uh, which is uh, sixteen sixty six, and Underdog, which I don't know what that is. And that was really, that Underdog. was revealed by the sale, right? I think so. Uh, winning bidder Ubisoft for 2.5 million, no runners up. Wow. No one else bid for TSU Montreal. Uh, so did I EA see. bid anything? Like, I mean, I'm looking, I mean, I'll, we'll go through everything. Hold on. Okay. Um, uh, evolve, which was the title that was uh, in development by turtle rock studios. Okay. Uh, the guys who did left for dead. Yeah. Uh, which is supposed to be, everyone says it looks amazing right now. Uh wow, this is crazy. Winning bidder was Take Two, uh, at ten point eight nine four million. The backup was Turtle Rock Studios themselves for two hundred fifty thousand. That's the most depressing thing I have read. I mean, I I hopefully Take Two will obviously treat them treat them right. But um, holy shit, I can't. But believe. man, I, you know it, they must have just been hopeful. I mean, they're clearly like they had no chance. But maybe they're really happy that someone actually went like, no, eleven million. We, we kind of believe in this, and maybe yeah. Turtle Rock was, you know, and, didn't want to, didn't you know, could use that two hundred fifty thousand uh, for other things. Yeah, other than keeping buying. people employed. Exactly. Being, yeah, being chief among those. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Volition, uh, winning bidder, Koch Media. At- <laughs> it sounds so sketchy, right? See, now is this related or is it Koch? I'm it's, not sure. I, I've I've pronounced it Koch just because I knew someone with the last name of, of yeah, spelled like the same Ed, way. Ed Koch, former mayor of New York. Yeah. Um, but now there's some like really like I I get like super liberal newsletters for some goddamn reason, and a lot of them always talk about the Koch brothers, and I'm not sure if it's these if it's the well, same thing. Those are like, um, those are like Republican strategists, right? Is that what it is? I think so. Okay. And because I remember I watched the movie The Campaign, and they make fun of them with the Mach Brothers. Oh, nice. A clever parody. Very nice. Okay, so they, I mean, I guess it's them, so they bought Saints Row for 22.312925. So $22.3 million. Backup was Ubisoft at 5.4. This is all in Kotaku right now. Oh, okay. Um, Homefront. Sorry. Thank you for Kotaku for doing. Yeah, yeah thank you for Kotaku for getting all of this because no one will talk to us. Yep. Um, Homefront. Uh, yeah. Crytek bought it for a uh, five hundred forty-four thousand. You know, good, good on them. Yeah. Uh, I'm I've, sad that they didn't actually see another bidder, like, or maybe there doesn't seem to be any I, backup, but didn't think there would be another bidder for that. I, I think because they think about it, like that 
that IP is so much associated with such oversaturated marketing that yeah. backfired. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm sure a lot of people were like, eh, we ain't touching that. It's true. Uh, Metro, uh, winning bidder was Koch Media. Oh, uh, so I okay. guess they, they sold off Metro and Volition Sepper. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Man. Uh, anyway, 5.8 mil. Wow. All right, so you know what? already Good. put up like... I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of impressed that Metro got more than a few million because mm. I don't... Did Metro 2033 sell that wall? Not really, but it was like a critical darling. I, I, I love it. It's a... Man, that, that game is... Did critical darling it? is that a thing what is critical darling a thing i just realized yeah it is okay it is i, mean, I have it like... i i so I, i've always wanted to borrow it from you and i and i never could remember and neither could you and so i never got it that way but then the thq pack happened and i got it that way so i still haven't installed stuff uh you know that game is just like it's it's so lovably kind of janky mm-hmm. in the sense that like you're just like you know you have to pump up your your flashlight to be able to use it and like everything is like bullets or currency and all it's just it's it's so lovably obtuse that i i don't know i like it nice but uh, uh, anyway so what else final, is there is that it final one here is that the the south park license uh that's right to ubisoft to ubisoft right? for 3.2 or three, well, and that game, I mean, has been getting nothing but positive buzz. Yep. So I'm sure that I can't believe that it went for that danger. cheap. Honestly. I can't believe for that little. I guess I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, yeah. I would, especially like it being as close to finished as it is right now. Like it already has a release date. Like, although I, I think that's going to get pushed back. But uh, like, just yeah. from where it is, and like, I really expected that to go for a lot more. Is that going to be on disc or is that downloadable? I, I don't know. I see it retail for like 50 bucks. So I originally thought that was going to be like kind of a cheaper game. Yeah. And since it looked like a, a downloadable game, but I've been seeing it listed on uh, Amazon for, for 50. So okay. uh, for the PC version. So I imagine it's, that's a full fledged retail game. It's a full game. Um, then I'm really surprised that only one for 3 million, honestly. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe people really don't believe in the, South Park license. I mean, like it, like kind of had, like it kind of intro the VGA, like yeah, it got some pretty big publicity. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, I guess there is a track record of South did, Park games to be really bad. Did Chef's Love Shack maybe uh, put a Let's a damper on this? What else are you even playing, Alex? <laughs> We're still Sly in that Cooper. section. <laughs> Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Oh, you f- the demo. Uh, Tell me guess everything what? about Sly Cooper Thieves and Times. Okay, it's more Sly Cooper, and it's while it's not done by Sucker Punch, Damn. I gotta say that this game, in every way, shape, and form, looks like a Sly Cooper game. Okay, uh, in the sense that like it kind of feels like a PS2 game, oh. and it looks like in a, like not necessarily in a bad way, okay. in a way that makes me you know now that. The PS2 is gone. Yeah, I just kind of feel a little nostalgic okay. for it, and this is kind of scratching that itch. And it's only forty bucks. I didn't realize that. Yeah, looking yeah. at Amazon. Yeah. Um. So I mean that and getting the Vita version, having crossplay. Um, I'm pretty excited for this. I'm I'm definitely gonna pick it up. But 
Man, it plays just like a Sly Cooper game. Okay, uh, so so Sly, um, you know, he's retired for a while. He he's dating Carmelita. Makes sense. The uh, the, 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 the agent officer. that was always yep. go always after him. Inspector um, Inspector Carmelita. Yeah, Inspector. Yeah. yeah, Carmelita Fox. And um, so he uh, decides to get the old gang back together. Makes sense. When when Bentley shows up and someone has been stealing pages from the or erasing the history. Of the Thievius Raccoonus. Oh, shit. Uh, the, the book within in his family. Yep. Talking all about their, their thieving and shit like that. So, what you do is you have to break into uh, different museums, steal stuff to go back to that period. So, the first level is just you uh, doing your first heist back with the gang. Uh, and you get to con- uh, control all three of them. So, you, you know, you do sneak around as, as uh, Sly. You're doing like hacking, which is like a. Um, Kind of like a dual stick shooter type mini game. Really? For, for Bentley? Yeah, it's okay. weird. Uh, right. And then you're just kind that. of brawling as as Murray the the hippo. Um, oh yeah. But no, it it feels like it feels just like old Sly Cooper. Uh, okay. For better or worse, I think that like, you know, I think it's got a great you know the art style hasn't really changed that much. Still cell shaded. A lot of breaking open boxes, getting coins, and things like that. Um, sneaking around on wires, nice. Uh, dodging, stuff. dodging uh, searchlights yep. and things like that. Uh, so like yeah, it, it, it is. And guess what? If you like Sly Cooper, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna like this. I love Sly Cooper. I wouldn't. I, like I said, I, I mean, unless they change up at anything at any certain point, I I think it's probably benefits this that it's a discount title. Yeah, because I think that. Sly Cooper isn't exactly a household name. Yeah, I don't think that it would probably sell much at sixty. No, I'm kind of I'm stoked that it's forty and get the Vita version, rather yeah. than paying like what thirty five and just get the Vita version. Thirty. Thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, Vita version's discounted too. All right, that's great. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I'm, I'm excited for it. Me too. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play the shit out of it. Hell yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that, and there's nothing else really weird about it. Even the HUD, it's so funny because even the HUD, I was like, oh, this is just right out of the old Sly Cooper games. Good, it was a good HUD. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what else? Uh, yeah, of course, Persona Four. <laughs> okay, that, does, that just goes without saying. We don't even need to. All we right. should probably put a moratorium on Persona Four check-ins for a little while. Should we also? Uh, all right, so. Right, yeah. Let's let's wait a little while. and We'll come back to. We should have like a monthly persona four check-in. I think so okay. because that is going to take us a long time. Yeah. Uh, what about Wake Up Club? You want to talk about Wake Up Club? I'm kind of pissed at Wake Up Club. I didn't have my. Um, well, I'm pissed at myself because I didn't turn up my Vita loud enough. Me too. Oh. Wait, no, because I remember I went to sleep with this thing with I'm pretty sure with the volume all the way up and it was all the way down today. Yeah, I I, I let down my Wake Up Club this morning. Me too. I feel awful about myself. I do set two alarms, though, so I was able to get it on the second try, and I'm still sure I was the first one. So, Yeah. Um, yeah, but I got cheered on by all these people, and they, they must have been pissed because I still didn't wake up. Hey, uh, sometimes... Oh, got it. I, you know, now... Well, let's get to the game that everyone wants to talk about. Okay. Foosball 2012. Okay. <laughs> it's free. Right now yeah, it's free, but it's usually seven ninety nine. But if yeah, you... on, on the PSN and uh, and Vita, and uh, it's a it's a foosball simulator. 
Yeah, so how is it? Is, is it you flick the screen? No, it's it's like um, the the analogs. It doesn't feel great. I could I won the first game. Nice five to zero, but I couldn't tell you what I did because I was just, <laughs> I was just jamming it. Yeah, jamming it. I was just jamming it. Jamming yeah. hard. Yeah. All right. I, don't know what I you was mean. jamming. Right. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's foosball. Okay. I don't know why. Like, if it wasn't free, I never would have played it. Right, as right. bad as it sounds, but it seems fine. Okay. Um, but now let's get to the game. No one wants. No, everyone wants. Uh, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the Lich. That's what I'm waiting for. I know. So, I uh, I've played about four hours of this. Okay. If you talked to me after the first hour, mm-hmm. I would have said, "Man, I don't know about this game." Okay. Because it's a lot of. It's a really slow build-up, and I'm still, like, four hours in, I'm still getting a lot of tutorials. Okay. And, you know, that's that's kind of what you get into when you're you're playing a JRPG. There's going to be a very long ramp-up. But the first hour is just, like, walk five feet. Someone talks, cutscene, yeah. Or something like that, walk five feet. It, it, I just want to say off the bat that, obviously, that game is freaking beautiful. Yeah. Now, you it, know how excited I am for this game. I, I do know that you... Now you pre-ordered oh. this and Namco pre-ordered the Wizard ins- Edition, yeah. And that's actually been a problem. Do you see on Kotaku they're actually saying that people have been just getting their orders canceled, and there's a whole thread of people mad about it. Oh, so I should jump that's onto that special- fucking thread. Yeah, because that um, that's been a, an ongoing thing. All right, so I'm gonna get on that thread because that happened to me the day that it was supposed to be shipped out. Um, they just straight up canceled it. Um, yeah. Uh, they said that the credit card. I mean. Because, like, my credit card got fucking stolen, and I had to cancel it. And so I guess, you know, I should have, you know, I should have, you know, updated the credit card. But they could have also been like, please update your credit card. You have 24 hours to do so, or we will cancel your order. Yeah, they've just been canceling people's orders. And uh, apparently it's been uh, enough of a thing that not credit cards stolen. Um, They've just been saying that, yeah, we we ain't doing it. People are pissed. People okay. want their Nino Kuni. Yeah, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna jump on that thread as well because I want to see if I can get my Wizard Edition because I'd love it. But if I can't get it, I already bought it, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, uh, but, I actually I man, bought it and I bought the uh, hardcover guide because it looks really nice. Yeah, I hear that's 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 a great book because you can write it because there is a a whole language in here yeah. that can be deciphered. And I just want to say the attention to detail in this game is insane. It's so, so nice. When but you again, say like, like so, the whole language that can be deciphered, is it like like Fezian? Um, it's it's not as like buried as that. Like okay. there is oh, yeah, yeah. there, and, and like, it's right in the manual. Because it's in the manual. Right yeah, in, it's on the back of the manual. I just saw. So uh, you know they put it out there. But I mean, uh, is it is it all over the place? Like in Fez? Not like okay. crazy all over the place. Um, but like around like it'll be on like your magic wand will have like some letters on it. Okay. And like, some storefronts and things like that. Uh, so far from what I've seen. Uh, but again, like, so the first hour is just like, just really like cutesy anime type stuff. Just like a really like, ah, shucks, kid. Yeah. Uh, Oliver, uh, that you're controlling. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like kind of like saccharine at first. Right. And you're just like, like he's like, oh, me and my friend, we're gonna race our our moped and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, and 
at first I was kind of like, man, I don't know uh, if this is the tone for everything. It's going to maybe get a little too much. Okay. Uh, then your mom croaks. Yep. Um, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but or does she? Uh, which yeah. Is like thing like now you can maybe like save her and stuff like yeah, that because be there's two. There's. I, this is where the game starts getting really dense. Super. So there's like a parallel universe. Yeah. And, so, and everyone has another existence there. Yeah. And uh, you're you know you're trying to save your parallel mom to save your other world mom. Yeah. So um, like when bad shit happens to you in one universe, bad shit also well, happens to you in the other universe, but it seems to be like like to like the nth degree. Well, yeah, and and that comes into play gameplay-wise when, you know, there's one there's one section that, you know, there's a character that you're looking for in one universe so you jump back to the the other one and locate him there. To, to have an idea what happened. Oh, okay, that's cool. So yeah, so they actually use it in a really great way, and um, you know, once things start start happening, once you get your, your sidekick, you're like Welsh sidekick guy, uh, which everyone's been kind of praising the the voiceover and the localization of this, and, and it's really good. Okay. And uh, this guy is just really entertaining, and I could see him potentially being a little annoying to some people, but um, yeah, I've heard the voice. Yeah, seems pretty funny. Yeah, but it's fun, and and man, I um, the combat kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy XII. Oh shit, really? A little bit. Because... So you have like uh, companions and shit that are fighting with you. Well, yeah. So it, it's you have familiars. So that's I think that's like some like uh, what is it, Golden Compass type shit, right? Oh shit. Okay. Um. But so you have like all these familiars that you find. It's like Pokemon esque. You get like you know you find these guys in the world, like someone gives them to you and it's something like that. And you train them up, uh, and they level up separately and you feed them, uh, and they get like bonus stats. Like, you know, you give your guy, yeah, it kind of, you like give your guy some chocolate and that raises his attack or something like that. Just like Tamagotchi. Um, but there's just, Oh my God, there's, there's so much to this game. Uh, and I mentioned it looks really great. Yeah. I've seen from what I've seen in this game, it looks and the music's awesome. good. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, again, like, it, it, it was funny because just, like, after, you know, a couple hours, just you start getting so attached to it and, and still just loving the way it looks uh, that you don't kind of want to stop playing. Okay. Nice. And it just feels very, like, obviously, like, you know, Studio Ghibli doing the animation and a lot of the character design. Yep. I mean, it just, it feels like that world so much. That if you have any affinity for that stuff, you will pretty much instantly love uh, most of the world. Okay. And 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 I've been just getting into it. And and again, like it, it's got a better ramp up than you know something like a Final Fantasy Thirteen, which people are like play ten hours. At least this one is just kind of get through some of the basic tutorial stuff and just get to where the game systems actually start, and they do not stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it is just again sounds like, like a JRPG. I, yeah, <laughs> but like it's such a uh, like a remix of so much JRPG stuff. Um, but actually, uh, kind of going back to the Final Fantasy XII type thing. So it's like you you select um, a character or one of your familiars, and it's kind of that like active type thing where you're like you're setting the action, and they do it. You kind of move them around, so it's a little bit active, but not really. So you can kind of dodge stuff, but it's not like you're actually 
doing everything specifically. Wait, um, so are you dodging for them, or are they dodging? Yeah, okay. you, you can kind of dodge for them. Like you can kind of, you yourself can kind of maneuver them around. Uh, but the action itself is telegraphed to like what you you put, and you can cancel out. Um, so are you moving multiple characters around the screen then? Just one. Okay. So you either do a familiar or yourself, and um, it looks like you have three of them. And I haven't got to. Oh my god! So I haven't even gotten to. Uh, there is an evil genie. Uh, Wait, of course. What? And guess what? He's been breaking people's hearts. No. And yep. So he's been breaking hearts. And so part of it is. Oh my god. So you are. Um, you're going and you'll find someone that's like lacking a. So far, it's only been enthusiasm. So like you'll like go up to someone and someone will be like, mm, I don't feel like doing anything. So then you go and find someone that's like, I love doing stuff. You cast a spell, you talk to them, and you're like, hey man, can I borrow some enthusiasm? This other just bummed. And uh, so, so you're, uh, you're taking someone's enthusiasm and you give it to someone else to, to break the brokenheartedness, uh, to bring people back to normal. So it's it's interesting. So it's a thing that's layered upon this. So that's a lot of your your side quests is doing that. A lot of things you have to do to, to major characters that that you're talking to, like when you meet someone, uh, you have to un- unbreak their heart. So is it is it? So you've only seen enthusiasm so far. Only enthusiasm, but I know there's like kindness, like there's a bunch more. Okay. So, uh, but it's just kind of funny. It's like I I feel like this world just needs like Prozac. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm doing, um, but it's uh. Someone's gonna do it, man. I know. I, I feel like I'm getting exhausted talking about this game because there's so damn much. Uh, but no, it's, it sounds it, awesome though. I really want to play. So how great. does the how does the 3D look? Uh, wait, uh, is there actually like 3D support? No, 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 no. Not, oh, I mean oh, the 3D, 3D modeling uh, because most oh, of the fine. Studio Ghibli stuff is all 2D. Uh, and then they based most of their models on that. So I was like, does it, it looks good or? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it looks kind of like, I mean, it's a little rougher version of the 2d stuff. Okay. Cause obviously that's where the most care goes in. Um, and the 3d stuff still a lot of times has voice acting. Okay. Uh, then you'll get to a whole bunch of stuff. I'm kind of like at the point where there's not a lot of voice acting. It's just a lot of text bubbles. Uh, but it's all still done really well. So, um, you know, the, the, the writing seems really good. Nice. Um, but it's funny, like, <laughs> all the character models, though, are, like, obviously, they're they're really good. Studio Ghibli and stuff like that. So the really adorable things, like, you have, like, all of the uh, monsters and stuff are kind of, like, mashups of, like, I don't know, there's, like, Rabot, which is a, like... <sighs> rabbit? A rabbit robot. A oh. bot ender, which is, like, a... I was really lamb. hoping you were gonna tell me it was a rabbi robot. I wish it's like a lamb, uh, like a, 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 you know, like a sheep, and like wearing like a bartender. Oh, like that's, that's awesome. Okay. Um, oh, I need to get. My but they're all so adorable that like, uh, my my roommate, she was like, "Are you the bad guy? You're <laughs> killing all these cute animals." Yeah, maybe you are. Uh, maybe that's a twist. But it's so funny because every time you know the main character Oliver like, finishes a battle, he just. He seems so despondent. He just goes like, ah. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I could see that being a twist. I could see this, like, sidekick really, like, just kind of being a, you know, like a, a false, 
prophet or whatever and, and just like but leading you down in a straight he come, path. He comes to life when you cry on him. That's fucked up. Are you serious? Yeah. So just crying all your shit. Maybe some. That's so depressing. Yeah. All right. Um, but you got any questions, Ninokuni? Oh, no. I, I mean, I'm There's just... so w- much. I, I probably haven't explained anything that well. So, a lot of, I mean, like, sort of like the going to one place and another one to, like, kind of make something happen, like, the other one or whatever. And, you know, even... Well, not really the battle system, but I don't know. It's I get sort of a Chrono Trigger vibe from how... A little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, and, the, uh, I mean, that's, of, of course, a great thing, so... Yeah, but, absolutely. But um, but definitely not Chrono. Like it doesn't seem like the 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 battle of Chrono Trigger or anything like that. No, but I mean, it's still like the feel of this game feels like a RP a JRPG from like ten plus years ago when those games were at their height. Right, that's awesome. Like, and that's the best thing about it is it feels like it's it's a really good one of these kind of games. Yeah, and I think this generation. I mean, let's be honest. JRPGs have not been doing great no, in the last, like, four years. There have been some really good ones, but nothing... I mean, I've liked a lot, but... Yeah, I mean... But Eternal I think Sonata that, like, was really good. Yeah, and it feels like, again, it, it feels like it's on par with, like, that kind of stuff. Like, I think this is going to maybe bring some people back into the fold. Nice. That, you know, we're maybe feeling... Less than filled by, I know you liked it, right? Like Star Ocean and all this, like the I new ones. Star Ocean. Yeah, yeah, I do. I did like the Star Oceans. Yeah. Um, I think maybe some people weren't crazy about the stuff this generation from that. I mean, I know you, you didn't. You and Pete both didn't really like the new Star Ocean game. I've I didn't actually play the new Star Ocean. Oh, oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I, was, I went nuts over that game. Yeah. Uh, but I think that this is going to. I think that we're going to see maybe more people coming back to JRPGs now. Nice. Yeah, I mean, so I went to GameStop today and uh, to go pick it up, uh, and I had, like, pre-ordered it online, or not pre-ordered it, but I had reserved it online uh, along with the game guide, and I went down there, and they were just like, oh, that was a game guide, I thought you wanted two copies of the game, I'm just like, it's fucking <laughs> stupid, could you just read the note, that would make way more sense. And then he was just like, oh man, yeah, we've just been, every kid who comes in here, just looking for that game right now. And I'm just like, alright. I get it. You're ma- you're sort of making fun of me. That like every nine year old is coming in looking for Nino. They're like everyone's coming in looking for Nino Cooney and these two really rare Skylanders. Skylanders. <laughs> Some so you know what? Like if Nino Cooney is currently neck and neck with Skylanders, that's pretty good for Nino. That's Cooney. pretty good for Nino Cooney. Uh, and I really hope it does well. Like I re- I mean, and I think that Studio Ghibli being behind this. Uh, but do you think it being a PS3 exclusive kind of hurts it? Sales-wise? I mean, probably. At least a little bit, but... It's got an 87, wow, 87 Metacritic for it right now. It's really good. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't it's, know. But you know I mean, what? Like, the JRP... But the PS3 is the JRPG system. Like I agree. Been. I mean, that's why people bought it and felt so betrayed when Final Fantasy thirteen went multi-platform. I mean, people yeah. were pissed. Yeah, but I mean, it still um, has, like, Hyperdimension Neptune. <laughs> yeah, well, and now it has the and now it's Neo Cooney, and there's a bunch of other ones too. Um, but yeah, no, I, well, I mean, it's I'm got like the too. um, I mean, from also from level five, it has like the White Knight. Oh yeah, White Knight Chronicles. Chronicles. Uh, yeah, all level five stuff is. Are they have exclusive with Sony? No, no, because Dragon Quest. Oh, Dragon Quest. 
That's that's Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe they do exclusive based on I mean, title franchise, but yeah. like, yeah. Uh, but again, I mean, you're I, I. This is definitely a up your alley uh, game. Like, yeah, I'm sure. This is going to be a, a a pretty pretty tigsy game. This seems like a really tigsy game. I really want to play it. <laughs> I'm staring uh, at it right now. I've already flipped the uh, ma- uh, the box art inside out, so now it's the black and white concept art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like again, it's... I'm looking at it all right now. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the fucking language guide. <laughs> well, what if what if I know that you haven't been playing this takes, but what have you been playing? Oh man, uh, what have I been playing? I played. Oh, also, did, did you get uh, did you get any of the stuff from that that uh, PSN sale today? There's a PSN sale today? That, like, 13 for 13 Oh, sale? I saw that, and I think I own almost all of it already. Yeah. Um, so that's why I didn't get anything. But I'm going to look at it again later and see if there actually is anything I need to pick up, and I definitely will. Um, I played a little bit of DMC. Not a lot. Uh, for whatever reason, I was just, like, fucking whipped, and I just haven't been able to. But from what I've played so far, it seems pretty good. Seems very fast paced. What I was really worried about uh, from like playing the older Devil May Cry games is that sometimes a lot of the enemies will just be sponges, where you're just kind of hacking away at them for a really long time and not really feeling like you're getting anywhere. But they're you know they're supposed to be sponges so that you can get your style meter all the way up or whatever. It doesn't feel like that in this game at all. Uh, I everything seems to just like get fuck. You know, there's a really good juggling sense to it. Everything feels like you're just like kind of demolishing it as you're as you're going through. Uh there's like the angel and the demon power, so you're kind of uh you know, varying up your attack styles. Uh and again I haven't really played too far into it and like it seems that like at the end of every level for a while you you get new powers and new upgrades. So I think like the uh the sort of introduction until like everything is just like all right just start just go now for the rest of the game is actually uh well, Couple of stages I, in. I mean, are are you're not one of the the people that feels betrayed by Ninja Theory doing this, right? You're you think that like obviously there's enough callbacks to Devil May Cry that it's that it's treating you well from that that point of view and just yeah. plays well on its own. I mean, I love Devil May Cry. I love the first Devil May Cry. Uh, I'll still, you know, like I bought that thing. I came back to my dorm room and then I just played it straight through. Yeah. Uh, and then I got Devil May Cry 2, and I felt betrayed by Devil May Cry 2. And yeah, then, <laughs> I like that people forget that that happened. And then I got Devil May Cry 3, and I felt betrayed by Devil May Cry 3. And I got 4, and I felt betrayed by 4. And this is the first one where I haven't felt betrayed yet, honestly. Yeah, I mean, so from what I saw, I mean, it it, it seemed like I was having some trouble with the platforming when I played it. Yeah, cool. um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, for the most part, it seemed pretty fun from from a combat point of view yeah um how how is the the presentation because obviously that's what ninja theory kind of specializes shit looking good yeah i mean it looks it looks really good all the cutscenes look really good i think uh it it looks like it's batshit insane from what i can tell so you know it's like ninja theory uh all i mean yeah you've played the demo a little bit right so yeah yeah, you know how well everything just kind of fucking gets like decimated when you're when you just like juggle them in the air and just do your like four hit combo or whatever and then just shoot it to the ground it all looks really good it all feels really good i love the uh the words and stuff that'll just show up on the environments yeah like the, the they live type of stuff yeah the they live type of stuff the driver san francisco type of stuff yep. um 
it I think it works pretty well. I like I like when you're just kind of like running through the world and the world just starts to like implode around you and you just have to, you know, and you're in one kinda, of those kind of silent hillish, right? Yeah. Where like the world just kind of starts fading away. It's crazy. It's cool. It's really cool. So I I really want to keep getting back into it and I've just been I just keep getting sidetracked and now like is Dante annoying? Uh, he is kind of annoying. I won't lie. Uh, he is kind of annoying, but whatever. You know what? Like, honestly, he's, it doesn't matter. Uh, the thing is that, like, hockey is back on, and the only way I can really watch a lot of the games is with the NHL Game Center app. I only have that on the Xbox right now. So, so that's kind of cutting your game time up. So that kind of cuts my game time up, or just leaves me playing PC, which is why I've been thinking about buying Devil May Cry on PC. Uh, you want the 200 frames per second? I will, probably wouldn't be able to get up the 200 frames per second, but I could probably... I mean, I'm assuming I could run it pretty well. It seems like yeah. I could run it. Um, so I assume so. Um, I might do that. Anything else? Um, uh, besides that, let me see here. I was actually ahead of my Steam, because that's what I've been... You mm. played a shitload of stuff on Steam. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a couple things on Steam. Uh, I, I played Inside a Star-Filled Sky. Uh, yeah, the Jason Roar game. Yeah, it's it's pretty, you know, it's like a sort of a twin-stick shooter in a way, except yeah. that it's the it's like a mouse and keyboard shooter, you know, one of those games. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm um, not super great that, at those games. The, I mean, the hook of that one's like, you keep going within stuff. Something, right? like, like you're just like a creature, I guess, and like you're, and like every time you like, gain a level you go to the creature that's like the outer layer above your creature or something like that like i don't yeah. know if you're like a virus inside like another virus inside a virus inside a virus some real inception type shit but uh what, what do you think of it i mean it's more of a it's not bad indie game uh it, it i mean i think it looks really cool i think it's it's fun but i'm just pretty bad at the whole keyboard and mouse uh, shooting thing and i think a lot a part of that is that it's uh, I've got like a laptop and a trackpad, and that's not the best way to play that. That is not the best way to play that at all. Yeah. Um, but it's it looks cool, and I just wanted to kind of. I was just putting stuff onto my computer because I was thinking about doing some streams, and I just wanted to get a couple things in. Uh, like Harvest Massive Encounter, I was thinking, so I decided to to get that and to try and figure out what the fuck that game is about. So what is that? I don't know anything about that game. Uh, so it's sort of like an RTS game it looks like i didn't really get too far in because i was just like i don't know they're telling me to build stuff and i'm trying to build stuff but it won't let me build stuff so i don't really know what i'm fucking doing right now uh so you're definitely you're gaining like you know different assets or whatever uh and then you have to build some structures and then like you can cluster structures close to each other so that they can all sort of like combine their damage potential and then do like a whole bunch of damage like a whole bunch more damage than they usually would to Incoming enemies, so it's kind of... I mean, it, it's its definitely RTS, but it almost... I don't know, sometimes I... Um, I don't know. So, I mean, how much is focused on the resource management of Again, it? Again, I couldn't get too far in because it wouldn't let me fucking start building shit, so... I'm looking at screenshots. It looks crazy. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. It looks crazy. Uh, it's weird. I don't know. I, I would really you like sound, to... You sound less than thrilled. I don't know. I would really like to play that game and, like, really get it, and I just haven't been able to yet, so... Is there a good tutorial for it? Maybe there is. I should check that out. There are those Steam guides now. There are those Steam guides now. I should check that out. I'm sure there is one for it. Uh, gratuitous Space Battles? That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, just sort of... I am terrible at that game. 
like 90% of my fleet got killed by the end of my first mission. And I still had like, just like these two ships left. My two like main ships were still fucking alive somehow. Uh, so I feel good. I, I own that game. I've never played it. It's, it's so you kind of like choose your fleet. Uh, you have like a certain set of resources that you're able to use. Uh, you have a certain number of different ships that you can actually deploy and you, you pick all of this before you actually start. And then you just deploy and then it sort of just starts like to, your fleet starts to scroll across the universe attacking like these ships that are in your way. Um, and you, okay. you, you so, have I mean, some control schmuck? over it, but not really a lot of, uh, it seems like a lot of it's just like you letting the game play out. Like it's, it's straight up simulation. Like you're just watching it happen. Oh, okay. Is that fun? Maybe I wasn't doing right. Maybe there's something more I could be doing. Like I was trying to figure out. Like, do I literally just watch this happen for five minutes? Like, is that what's happening right now? Um, and I was getting like I was getting tense when my ships were going down, but you know, came out victorious. Like I said, so I was happy about that. Good, good job. It's it's not. I mean, I'll play it again. I don't want to say it's not fun uh, without me really having a good grasp of it. No, I I I just uh, I'm having trouble grasping it. Um. Uh, lunar flight. Oh, shit. Were you able to fucking do some moon landings? Yeah, that was... I, I'm, I'm, sta- just, just, I'm going to stream staging the moon landing simulator? I, yeah, that's exactly what it is, man. It's not fucking real. <laughs> just read the fucking newspapers. You'll never know. Just read the first l- word in every line of a newspaper. That'll tell you the real story. That's what they don't tell you. Uh, lunar flight is actually kind of fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's literally your like uh, I, I don't even know what those things are called. A lunar? It's not a rover. It's a. It's, it's up like a lunar lander. Lander, yeah. Yeah, lunar lander. So you're just like in the lander, and you're just, and you have like a shit ton of controls. Uh, you got some good yaw control, or at least I think I, I think I've got some good yaw control. Uh, I think you got great yaw control things. Do you see that yaw control? I've got eyes, don't I? Uh, so it's literally just, I guess after our sim discussion last good week, good Y control. The yay as would be proud. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> it, it gives you a good sense of sort of, I mean, I guess like I've never fucking been in space. So I really have no idea what it's like flying a lunar. Oh yeah. Then you should go sometime. <laughs> great. I've been to space. Um, go to space all the time. It's, it's really difficult, but it's also at the same time it's really uh, cool. There's a lot of information that's kind of being displayed on the screen at one time, and it really seems like it's like almost overkill. But uh, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah, it's I mean, it's that is a a, sim, a simulation. That's a full sim. Yeah. Um, I mean, we already solved those last week. We did solve those last week. Yeah. So I don't we even solved them. We're done. So yeah, no one's making any more sims now. So get Lunar Flight while you can. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, do you enjoy? Is it is yeah. it difficult to get everything? It's going? not. I mean, have you had a good good land yet? I did. I had a decent land. the The sound it made when it landed didn't make it seem like a decent land, but yeah, I was still <laughs> able to like move. So I consider that a decent land. Uh, it's cool. It's oh man, it, it's fun in the way that like uh, I don't, I don't even know. Like if the, the, I'm trying to like figure out a way to actually describe this game, because it literally is just like a lunar lander sim. Uh, it's easy to control, like if you don't actually 
use your thrusts much. Like if you're just like kind of going up and down, like jumping around, you can do that really easily. The second you start to spin in any one direction, just the whole fucking thing goes nuts. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I, I, I guess a lot of times you have to be be delicate. Yeah, it is. It's about being delicate. It's, it's the moon. Be delicate with it. Mm. Planets Under Attack is an interesting game that came out, uh, I think, last week on Steam that I uh, picked up. Can, did you notice the space theme throughout most I, of this? I'm seeing this now that you mention it. <laughs> I actually was not picking up on it for a while. Uh, so what, what made you... I mean, do you really, you really want to go to space, huh? I do. I, I really want to go to space. I don't want to be in space. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I guess after playing Sins, I was just like, let me see what other, you know, uh, space sims and space strategy games are out there, and uh, just pick up a couple of them and see what's going on with some stuff. So that's why I picked up uh, most of these games, or install a lot of them, and want to start playing them, because a lot of them I already fucking had. I've just never played before. Um, but Planets Under Attack is a pretty interesting game where you're just sort of... It's like a turn-based game where you're taking over planets uh, and you're building up your own planets that you already control. It's not like super in-depth. There'll only be like four or five things on the screen at one time. Then you just kind of click on a planet to send a bunch of ships to that planet. And the number of right. ships you send depends on how long you hold down the click on the mouse. How many ships do you normally have at your disposal? Uh, depending on the number of planets, like you can like if you build up your plans, you can usually get each one to be holding up to like thirty or forty ships. Oh shit, it's a lot of ships. Which is pretty good, like uh, in like in like the later, and I'm sure even later on into the game, even more than that. But uh, sort of like earliest end of the game, that's where I am right now, and I'm sending just like tons of ships. Planets are under attack. Planets are under attack. Uh, they're getting destroyed. It's kind of fun. It's uh, it's not insanely. Uh, like, uh, you know, like crazy 4X deep or anything like that, but there is, like, a, a decent strategy to it. Uh, you, you you are developing your planets uh, just to be able to hold more resources. Uh, you are sort of managing the number of, uh, of ships that you're going to be sending out, the number of planets that you actually have. Uh, it, again, uh, your opponents will also have their own turns, so you kind of have to be ready for everything uh, if you don't actually get to take everything over immediately. So uh, it sort of feels like, honestly, it kind of feels a lot like Risk at times. Hmm. Uh, where you're All just right. like sending over like a bunch of armies, but it's not necessarily... I mean, it might be a dice roll, but it just seems like it keeps going one for one every time. So, I mean, are there stats that you can work on to increase your chances or anything or i haven't i mean there's probably some upgrades that i just have to get to uh but yeah i mean not that i've really seen not ex nothing extensive like that yet so all right but it well, seems I mean, cool it's, is, is it fun yeah actually it's kind of fun great um another one uh endless space <laughs> Really driving home the space thing. <laughs> I literally had like a whole intro planned out where I was going to tell you about the deep dark wormhole I've been going through or whatever. But um, endless space is a decently complicated 4x sim. I wanted to pick one, another one up. I fucking guess I really haven't gotten all that far into this, just because the tutorial for this goddamn thing just keeps going. Every time I open up a new window, it's just like me reading text for the next 10 minutes about what's going on in this window. <laughs> yeah, now this is um, 30 bucks on Steam, right? It is 30 bucks on Steam right now. 
uh, came out not too long ago. I think last year. Yeah. Maybe July, something like that. Uh, but, you know, in the same, or in like a similar vein to A Sins of Solar Empire. Yeah. Uh, it's actually very similar. Uh, insane amount of customization. Uh, insane amount of just like, you know, building structure, everything. It's it's 4x it's you know it's a 4x it looks really complicated yeah it's i, I got i'm way i'm in way too deep let me just say that much right now i'm way too fucking deep and, and some, you sure are some 41 yeah um but it does seem kind of cool and i do want to keep going to it uh just because I, I enjoy cool. having different kinds of like these weird strategy games to play did, did you get this during the steam sale or no i just picked it up nice I was looking. So, I was looking, uh, like, looking. I mean, this one. I've seen a lot of trees and things like that. Oh, yeah, uh, do you oh, get God. to pick what it's kind of like race you are and things like that? Do we yep. get like get couple. a lot of customizations with different things, with different stats? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, a couple different uh, races that you can be. The trees are fucking extensive. You're, uh, there are so many goddamn nodes. Uh, there's like four different ways that each one. Uh, there's four different trees, I guess. Uh, each one is like a. Like one of them, I think, is like a like, combat. The, the, you know, it's just like each one, uh, you know, specializing in a certain. The screenshot on Steam of just like one of the trees is just the. The screen is just taken up by like just nodes on a tree, just everything, yeah. and it seems like it's much even much bigger. And yeah, it's it's. it's crazy. I, I know what you're talking about. I know the screenshot you're talking about. It is much bigger. Uh, and then like each of those nodes on the tree can can have multiple. Uh, like upgrade levels in them doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, so it is. It's pretty deep, kind of. Yeah, it's it's fun, and I literally I, I picked it up because I was just kind of searching for uh, like Space Sim Mac because I wanted something <laughs> to play, so I didn't have to keep switching back to Windows. And this is one of the very few. But I also picked up Master of Orion one and two, but I just haven't installed those yet. <laughs> oh my god, you went nuts! I went nuts, and then finally I also played uh, some more Sins. How's that going? Better? Uh, I've started. I started a new uh, race. I just started a new game. Uh, I started like a huge eight-player map that I'm just kind of like letting everything ride right now. Just building up my uh, my what what am I? I'm like ad. I think they're called advert. Advent, yeah, Advent Rebels. Uh, I'm gonna start building up my. Uh, just my whole fleet because it's pretty shitty right now. I've never actually played as the uh, the rebels before, but so far it seems pretty cool. Um, I mean, uh, sort of just getting. It, it is very similar to playing the other, uh, like the human race, uh, the 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 techs, but it's just like different names for everything. So instead of having like a, like a military base, it's or whatever it was called, it's uh, like a temple of hostility. <laughs> so. <laughs> That sounds like a terrible place to go. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, you might not want to go I don't want to pray at the Temple of Hostility. <laughs> I mean, hey, how else are you going to get them, uh, the, the war bonds? I don't even know what that means. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> wait a minute. I don't know what that means at yeah, all. That's, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? How am I going to get the war bonds? <laughs> Just buy them. Buy them, guys. What are you doing? Buy them where what you want. Just okay. mark off the stupid shit Tig says on your bingo card. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> we can just move on from that. <laughs> All right, let's. Anything else? Um, no, no, just keep going with sins. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a little bit of a break right now.
Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to freshen up and everything, and we'll be back shortly. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Tig's here with Alex still. Yo. Uh, and <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, and we're going to be talking about water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is um, part of our Elemental podcast. Yeah, right? I was actually thinking the, uh, that, yeah. the, the Captain Planet series. Right, yeah, so Earth. Oh, shit, we could do so much on Heart. Mm. We probably could, actually. But but yeah. Heart, we'll have to save for another week. We're going to have to save Earth. Uh, fire. What was it? Wind. Wind, that was the other one. Okay. <laughs> All of those. Because today we're going to focus on water. Giver of life. <laughs> uh, candy of the Earth. Candy, yeah, it's candy of the Earth. Um, they say the Earth is covered almost like... More by candy. Yeah, by candy than anything. They they say that the human body is 90% candy. Not. What kind of candy would you be if you were 90% candy? (sighs) Shit, that's a... Oh, my God. I'd be cotton candy. That would be pretty fun. Cotton candy. I would probably be like a Charleston shoe for some reason. Ooh, Laffy Taffy's pretty oh, Laffy good. Laffy would be pretty good. See, the thing is, is that like, candy. if you were candy, would you want to be a candy you would eat? Well, you want to have the powers of that candy. Okay. So like, if you're like a Charleston shoe, you'd be like kind of t- tough and stretchy mm-hmm. a little bit. You could take a punch. Because you'd just yeah. be like, what did you do? Like, yeah, whatever. Like if I was like cotton candy, I'd be able to like, I don't know. Float? Float. <laughs> melt in the water. Melt in water. Uh, but like rock candy, you get like, you'd be like super tough like the thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm picturing. Right. Like yeah. Laffy Taffy is like a good comic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else? <laughs> what would about like a jawbreaker? Oh shit. Yeah. Also really, just really tough. Yeah. Um, Weird. But yeah. but that's all right. So we're actually talking about water and video games. Okay. Um, that was a good tangent, though. Kinda I like liked it. I like where we went with that one. But water's kind of uh, an interesting foe in certain video games. Uh, it can be an ally in others. There will be water levels. Uh, some of the most hated levels of all time, like in the Zelda series, are water temples, uh, where you're kind of going around trying to like uh, fuck with the levels of the water, and you have to just like traverse through the goddamn temple all the other time. Like, oh, I have to put the boots on now. No, the, the well, exactly, and I think that, like, water, it's funny, I mean, until maybe, you know, the last couple of generations of consoles, I mean, water was a big limitation in terms of development, if you mm-hmm. think about it, because the technology wasn't there to make it realistic. Right. It was something that was mainly more of a barrier than an asset. Like, oh, we're just going to put, we're surrounding this area by water because... We That's, need to take up part of the screen and stop you from going somewhere. Yeah, that was that was sort of the uh, the edge, like uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto, like, like three and like Vice City, I believe. Like you couldn't get into the water; you die, I believe, right? Yeah, and like I mean, if you think about like old RPGs or like old platformers or anything like that, like water would be. Yeah, San Andreas said you, know, you could actually swim. So. Yeah, water would be like you know mountains of water. In like an old like uh, like NES RPG, it would be like your barriers. Yeah, uh, uh, but then there's sometimes uh, like when you think about like the Mario levels. Yeah, uh, I, I, you just your classic underwater level. 
Yeah, that's kind of like like the water level, like the tree level, like they are like the ice level. There's something that are used to like break up. I don't know, kind of like the normal monotony of of platform levels. It's just like one of those, one of those kind of tropes that's like okay, you know, you have your ice world, mm-hmm. uh, desert world, mm-hmm. and then you're like your underwater world. But and even like also. even within. Like some like the ice world and stuff. Like you would sometimes you would still have an underwater level. Like the water yeah. water traversed all. Like and that was a great like no like every level could have a water level, but like you'd never see like a, just a random ice level in the middle of something. Yeah, and I mean it also gave you an opportunity to you know have unique sprites for those those types of enemies mm-hmm. or you know power ups or anything like that or or even animations like you know think about it back then they had to like completely change the way someone like Mario moved yeah uh to have him go go underwater so i mean it was it was something to to change i don't know kind of change stuff up see what would you think what you think of those levels though i mean did you find them did you find them fun i i kind of did enjoy those underwater levels i like those like ghost jellyfish things i i really like the music in those underwater levels and i oh, love the animation on on Mario, um, I did not love Sonic underwater. That's stuff. what I wanted to get to. Is that I fucking hated have to find those goddamn bubbles. Yeah, and it just slowed everything down. Well, I mean, and, and that's a, a, I mean, a thing in like you know, with water, you get the mechanic of of, of air, right? Of of having to to do that versus uh, versus health. And right. but in modern but it seems day like stuff, I mean, usually you have a little bit of time, and then it starts slowly chiseling away at health, and then you die. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, do you do you think that it's something that they have to kind of cheese? In other words, like in in ways to like make you, you know, to create some artificial kind of difficulty I, do you think I mean, that for the most part they do it pretty well i think that's what it was like I, I don't really see another reason to actually be doing it besides to kind of create like a difficulty in the middle of the stage uh like in what chemical plant in sonic one i think sonic two sonic one whichever one chemical plant uh you just kind of start going underwater at one point and it just like everything kind of slows down. You get this sort of arbitrary time limit on top of the time limit you already have because you only have like what 15, 20 seconds underneath water before you take a you know it eventually hits you, uh, and it just doesn't seem necessary. Like I, I think that it was done fine in in like a Mario where it's not. I mean, well, although once you think about it. Mario 64. But, I mean, in Mario, they kind of have it both ways sometimes. Well, Mario 64, you did have to get air bubbles. What? With what? Mario 64. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, there are those levels when you can be underwater forever and those other times when you can't. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just adding, like, this challenge to it, and I never... I never hated the Sonic levels. I know it just kind of came off like I did hate the Sonic levels. But they were always just... They ate my lives that I was just like... I was able to accumulate so well up until then. But I mean, the problem with those things, it's like when you have a... When you have something that you have to like... 
I don't know. The timing for that always seemed like it was just, I mean, it was always really unforgiving. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, if it does, if it is something that just like eats your lives and causes you to like completely lose a game because of one section, it's not very fun. Yeah. It kind of, yeah. Again, it's just like it, it drives the momentum to a halt in a game that's all about momentum being up the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of exactly, especially in Sonic's case. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, at the same time, I, I, I get it as a as kind of a design thing that like you need to be able to create uh, barriers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of get it as like a you know you can't have every as level of something be exactly the same. So you want to throw that in there to to mix stuff up, right? Like, in, yeah, as an aesthetic to the level or whatever. Just yeah. like, yeah, coloring it in some certain way. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is though, like, how often does water look like crap? A lot. I mean, can you think of? I mean, I, I hear some of the water in Far Cry Three is great, and some of it's awful. Yeah, uh, I mean, for the most part, it's all right. Um, you know, you have to be doing things like you're you're hunting of sharks and stuff like that. So you'll be doing some uh some water stuff. And you can actually, you know, upgrade your ability to, you know, dive and, and, and go down uh deeper and for longer. That's cool. Um so you know that that's part of the tree. Um but I mean for as far as it looks, I mean again, I, I guess it probably looks a, a thousand times better on PC. I played it on three sixty. Right, right. Um for the most part, it's it's okay. Uh in that game. Okay. I wouldn't say that it was awesome. I had more fun, you know, using like the jet skis and stuff like that in the boats. Right. Uh, than I did actually diving because usually you go a few feet and a shark, shark grabs you and you have to do a quick time event. Okay. Uh, and, you know, before I upgraded my ability to breathe, it was like it took forever to be able to get like the relics and the, the stuff that were hidden in the, in the water. Um, all right. And I wasn't too crazy about it, but it was fine. Oh, so um, what I about... just really like that game. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, it was it was your what number four? I believe so. Uh, so what are some other? Well, can you think of some other either you know egregious offenders or? Uh, uh, I mean, Uncharted that that series had great water effects in the sense so, that like yeah. the way it affected you, yeah, and you like kind of coming out of the water and like your clothes will be wet. That was awesome. Like for I think that was Uncharted one. They started that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. The first one, I can't remember. It was one of those. But, but like, no, the thing was, was that like the first time that was happening, were... and being like, his jeans are wet. But the weird like, thing was, is that his jeans were wet, but his hair was dry. You can't, you can't mess with that hair. <laughs> what are you talking about? Water, water can't, can't break that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna blow your mind right now with this one, because I just remember this one right now. In Metal Gear Solid 2, watching the ice cubes melt. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Th- I remember getting I remember getting the demo for that. Uh, I forget what it came with. It might have been Xenogears. Um, really can't remember. Uh, but just like going over to Column's house, and we were just played that and literally knocked over the ice cube like uh, holder at the bar and just like shot the ice cubes and watched them melt and like went nuts. So this what? has obviously been a problem of mine for a long time. That's what I'm trying to say right now. Uh, what'd you think of um, water and like Bioshock? Bioshock Two. I mean that. 
Um, I mean, I never really... Uh, did I not get far enough into Bioshock 2 to even... I mean, a lot of that... Too, you, you know, a lot of, like, kind of walking underwater. That, that um, was really slow. That's kind of a break from the combat and things like that. And they kind of didn't do it. It was neat, but they didn't really do enough with it. And it was really... Um, Water sections always signify hard. Like, right? That's what it is? I mean, it's the same thing. Like, it's, I mean, kind of similar to fire. Um, yeah. It's really hard to get it down realistically. Yeah. And... I mean, any kind of like effect, like particle effect or, or you know, water effect or anything like that is is tough. Earthworm Jim. Yeah. Remember the you're you're just like in those tubes, or you're in that that fucking glass. Why someone made a glass submarine? I have never questioned up until this moment in my life. Hey, people go in glass bottom submarines. Like, look at shit. Yeah, but that's not a glass bubble submarine. Like, Wonder Woman. All right, maybe Wonder Woman. She uses invisible ships. <laughs> All right. Fine, I don't know. Fine. fine. <laughs> um, what about like a Kirby's Epic Yarn? That had just adorable yarn that, water. That yarn water was awesome. Speaking of yarn, Yoshi's Yarn. I know. I'm excited. I'm actually, see, I'm like, I'm like, you sons of bitches, Nintendo. You, you know exactly what I fucking want, and you're just giving it to me. And that's it's kind of fucked up, but I'm kind of really happy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that, the squee level that, like, Kirby's Epic Yarn, uh, gave us. Yeah. I, I am so excited for, you know, Yoshi, who is already just, like, there to be kind of a cute sidekick. Yep. Um, it's, it's gonna be ridiculous. What would you think of Paper Yarn Mario? Oh, I'd play the shit out of it. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Yeah, I know. Um, no, I, I mean... Uh, what do you think, again, like, there are games that, you know, even this recent as this iteration, that, that water's been a bit of a problem. Um, do, does it break the reality for you? Sometimes. Assassin's Creed 1. Uh, a big source of contention. Yeah. The fact that falling in water killed, killed you. you immediately. Altair, badass assassin. Dead couldn't take water. a dip. Um, dip when it came to taking a dip. But, I, I mean, I think a lot of that is just technical limitation. And, like, you can't... I mean, well, you can't fault them for making that choice. But, like, I mean, I guess they could have just, like, fucking animated a shark to come and kill you every single time. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. You're, like, jumping around. What was it, like, Jerusalem? <laughs> you just fall in water. You just fall in, like, a puddle. Fucking shark jumps out of it and kills oh, you. Oh, my God, that sounds great. That would be fucking amazing. Can write that down. <laughs> oh, I'm mailing that back to Patrice now that he's back there. Patrice, yeah, or Tony. Just call. You know what? We haven't really talked to Tony in a while. I think he's all right. Uh, Tony Hawk, make it happen. Um, but I think uh, I don't know. I think for that, it did kind of break. It broke the reality a little oh, bit yeah. for me when I was first playing that no, game. It did. It frustrating and it totally I think did but that, like, i understand you're, why you're supposed to be feeling powerful with this character yeah and it's supposed to be someone that you're like man i can murder fools like crazy and stab everyone uh, <laughs> but then but i can't run because they'll see yeah. me <laughs> and you know it didn't help that like they i mean honestly until probably assassin's creed 3 didn't iron out the controls as well right um yeah and you know you still do that thing i mean even in in the new one you still do that thing where like you're trying to go in one direction and the momentum just carries you and yeah. you just keep going and you jump in another and yeah. then you get 
just you get found out or something like that, and it's Always and you get really frustrated. It's a frustrating game. It's a very it's a, it's more precise than I ever remember it being, because that's when yeah. I usually stop playing. <laughs> I I don't know. I I don't think I could go back to Assassin's Creed One. No, no, Assassin's Creed One might be impossible. Uh, I feel like I'd get real mad. It was it was overly. I mean, I get that. Like, hey, Assassin's Creed One might have actually been good on our simulation discussion, but like, it was just that's way like too a tough. fucking meta. That's a simulation within a simulation. Oh shit! Inception simulations. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. But um, so, but all right. So, but water isn't always used to just fucking kill you. No. Uh, I mean, because it can be held like. You drink water in a lot of, like, RPGs and shit like that, or just, like, adventure games. Uh, or at least, like, old-school 2D things. You'd see a well, you'd drink the water, you'd get a heart. Just like in real yeah. life. Uh, I mean, something like Miyazmata. You're, you've got... You're, you're dying of thirst. Really? Stuff like that. Yeah, you need, you need water because you're sick. You're looking for water the whole time? You ever find it? Yeah, you find it all around. And you, and you find pictures of water. Oh, that's which good. is very convenient. And you drink out of it. A Fallout um, 3, water, yeah. fucking... Uh, yeah, I mean, commodity. like, obviously... Like you said, give her a, give her a life. Give right? her you a said life. that at the top. Yeah. Nature's candy. Nature's candy. Uh, 75% of this world is... Candy. <laughs> um, I, was, I don't know, I mean, like... The, the next part of that Simpsons line is somebody throwing something at Mars. So... <laughs> I don't know, like what what kind of examples of water being used as health? What else can you think of? I can't RPGs, um, I guess. Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia, that's right. Uh, actually, uh, Super Mario sixty four. Even though you did die if you're underwater for too long, when you jumped in water, you gained your hearts back. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, nice and inconsistent. Um, that's the way I like things. Uh, Echo the dolphin. <laughs> You're fucking in the water the whole time in that game. I mean, how do you think that water looked? Genesis, was that impressive to you? No, man. At the time? I don't even know. I mean, at the time, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Echo was one of those games, though, like, kind of, I got frustrated with after a while. Echo was a cool game to play, but not so much to actually play through the, the level. Like, it was just fun to, to actually be Echo the Dolphin. Like, not so much playing yeah. the actual game, though. I mean, um, water, I, I guess, like, if it gives you, like, kind of a different range of motion and stuff like that when you're, when you're doing a, um, a game like that. kind of, like, allows you to move all the way around the screen mm-hmm. when you're doing those kind of old-style platformers and stuff like that right so i mean it's it's the kind of thing that kind of breaks the platform yeah form platformer but at the same time you know gives you all these other weird limitations like kind of like the way you move in water oh, that's kind of something that's got to feel right yeah uh, or else it's bad real bad yeah i know i don't know because like the floatiness of it I don't know. Sometimes it buoyancy. I'm trying to think of a an example that doesn't feel good. <laughs> I can't. Um, I'm trying because I'm like literally trying to think about like 
what happens in like a Silent Hill or a Resident Evil when you get in water. But I don't think you ever get in water. I mean, Resident Evil Four. Don't you go over that? You, you um. You're on the lake. You're on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but not go in it. Yeah, it's never actually go in it. Um, man, research. Uh, but it helps. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of the reason that I wanted to talk about water was because Wind Waker is getting re-released. Yeah, I guess that that that, that what what brought this on. I think. Um, which is exciting. I, I'd be curious to play that again, game again, because I actually never finished it. I've oh my god, I I've told stories about how I literally. I think I may have had to quit one of my colleges because of Wind Waker. But the thing, I mean, the Wind Waker is just a fun fucking game. I can't wait for this HD remix. I've wanted to replay Wind Waker recently, <clears throat> um, and I'm really hoping that when they do HDify this, they're going to add in those extra temples that they uh, took out of the the original game that are still there, but just nothing in them they're just like empty temples <laughs> they're just empty they're just fucking they're like shells of temple it's weird but like i really want them to put that stuff back in but i but at the same time like you, you did ocarina you should probably yeah. do majora's mask like just do it just do the 3ds remake of it just do it yeah and i mean well they they kind of sequelized wind waker with uh phantom hourglass i love phantom hourglass <clears throat> and that was good. That was really good. That was, um, really, that was I like that way better than Spirit Tracks. I was not a big fan I, of Spirit I Tracks. I agree, actually. Um, Spirit Tracks was alright, but um, yeah. I, I I mean, I think that you get into something like that. You know, the the water there is King again used the same way. Big transportation thing kind of breaks up the world. Can I say uh, that gives you a little bit more of a sense of exploration? And I think that's actually is, one of the yeah. best things about water in some games is like when it can be used. Um, to get around to like, <clears throat> like in a, ju- a just cause where, you know, you can like jump into a boat and go to a different Island. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, something like Minecraft, I really like, um, yeah. the way that like you can kind of build a boat and you sail off and you can just find this whole other, you know, part of the world Even and kind like... of start anew. Oh, that's, that's cool. That is very, which cool. is like something I like to do every now and then. Like I'll, I'll build up an area in one sec part of the world. And then I'll just sail off, and I'll I'll start again somewhere else. <laughs> um, and it's kind of fun to just like you know, kind of watch the the world populate and everything kind of fill in, and and just kind of seeing like oh shit this is, you know there's lava flowing from trees and this place is all crazy and I'm gonna, you know build a new castle here or something like that. That's cool. Yeah. And the water, I mean, the water, you know, there, it's like, it's, it's purposely janky, especially in the way it like flows and things like that. Right. Uh, but you know, it's useful. You use it to, you know, kind of in your crafting and you're decorating your, your places. And, um, I mean, it's, it's an asset that you have to, you know, if you want to get the most out of that game, if you want to make it to the other dimension and things like that, you have to kind of dig into. Yeah. And I, and I like that, that it's. It's one of the the major elements that there, and and it's kind of used in, in in really neat ways. Yeah, I mean, I've I've actually been playing more Minecraft recently than I ever have before, uh, just like jumping into stuff on the Xbox and kind of mostly going into like the creative mode. I do enjoy that, just kind of being able to build whatever, not having to worry, or even just going into like a peaceful mode and just going through there. Uh, I 
They, they do use it in very interesting ways, and I really want to dig more into it because, <clears throat> I don't know, I, I feel like I, I missed a point where everybody was talking about Minecraft and where like people were like very open about how to do shit in Minecraft, and I think that boat may have sailed. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think there's enough of it still around that if you do enough, you know, if you do a little bit of research while you're playing, you can usually find crazy stuff to kind of tap into. Right, yeah. um, but a lot of it is just kind of experimenting. And, and you know, it helped that, you know, my roommate wanted to play and stuff like that, and we got to uh, mess around together with it. Like, you know, we would you know, be building up a castle, and we would make one side you know, kind of like a glass wall and have like a waterfall going over top of it and stuff like that. Right. So um, we can cool. use it like aesthetically and at the same time use it like mixing with, um, you know, lava and stuff like that to make obsidian uh, to, you know, use it as kind of like a building block to, again, you know, make the other dimensions and stuff like that. So I think it's uh, it's something that's that's there and it's, you know, it's a, it's a resource, which I think it's cool when when games give you that stuff and don't necessarily make it, uh, you know, this artificial limiting factor, uh, even though I understand when they do. Yeah. But, but it's something that you can actually like, all right, I'm going to actually be able to put this to, to good use and be able to do something with it. Um, rather than just have it, you know, be there to you know, stop me from, from, from going somewhere. Yeah. No, definitely. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> What but what that? else? All right, so uh, water spells. Yeah, it's a big part of RPGs and stuff. Like big that. part of RPGs. I mean, water as an element has always kind of been a big part of RPGs. Uh, just you know, a lot of mages. I literally feel like I'm about to talk about this like it's real or something. But a lot of mages get their power from water, and so <laughs> yeah, like water. There, yeah, I guess that is like. A, I want to say that's a class if we go in like Final Fantasy like yeah. six or whatever. Uh, it's a water major thing. I think it was just Blue Mage. Blue Mage, yeah. But close enough. Yeah, same thing. Uh, uh, was it six? Might have been five? Whatever. Four? Or was it four? God damn it. I don't know. Five. I'm pretty the sure numbering is all weird. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Here. Yeah. It's all, it's one, it's, it's all Final Fantasy. It's, it's all Final Fantasy for the most part. After they stopped being just red and black, which was you yeah. know, very Canadian of them, but whatever. Uh, I don't know. Bliz- yeah, Blizzara. Blizzaga. Blizzaja. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Is it Aga or Aja? At the end of the Oh, I don't I don't know, man. I try not to say that stuff out loud. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the way to get around it. <laughs> Just never actually say never it out loud. Never say it. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, what about okay, water sp- <laughs> What about water sport games like Jetmodo? Remember that? Oh that shit, Jetmodo was a Hydro great game. Thunder? On, uh, yeah, yeah, Hydro Thunder was really great, too. Uh, Jet Moto was the game that really kind of got me to want a PlayStation. I remember just kind of going over to a friend's house during a party, and there's a bunch of people there, and they were playing Jet Moto. Real cool party. Uh, <laughs> sounds like an awesome party. <laughs> sounds like an awesome party. I did not, I was just like, I don't want to hang out with these people. I'm going to go hang out with no one <laughs> and just eat these I'm gonna hang out with jet, these Jet Motos. I'm going to hang out with these Jet Motos. No, but they were just, you know, just on like a... It was. I mean, it was a big screen for me at the time. I guess I don't. Probably wasn't all that big looking back on it. But it was just people playing Jet Moto and just looked really fucking cool at that point. Like looking back on it now, the graphics are terrible and everything like that. But I mean, back then it was really impressive. It looked fucking and, crazy. I mean, it was a pretty open 
um, you know, it had like its open areas as like a racing game, and it was a kind of fun thing, like where you're like kind of fighting against the waves. Uh, you know, you're you're figuring out the best kind of line to go and use your your boots and everything. I don't know. It was really it was a cool game for the time, and I'm actually surprised that it's never gotten a revival. Yeah, yeah, no, you would expect that. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just thought that the the times were done for it. The jet motor times. The jet are... motor times were done. They must have seen like a decrease in sales, and like the Tony Hawk sales were going up so high that they just put all their eggs into that. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I guess there's. I, I mean, there was a Hydro Thunder <laughs> uh, remake for 360 and, and PS3. Oh shit! Was it really? Yeah. Is it on the arcade? It was like a summer of arcade, like three years ago, two years ago. Oh, was it any good? It was all right. It was pretty good. <laughs> I played it. Uh, yeah, it was actually it was pretty fun. Now, did you ever play any of those endless ocean games that were on the Wii? I did not. Maybe some oh, other things. Those but... ones that were just like you go around and ocean hang sims. out and look at fish. Yeah, they're literally ocean sims. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I did not. No. Yeah. How, I, how did you play this? I mean, talk about games where nothing happens. Like, I know nothing really ever happens in Sins of a Solar Empire, but shit, really nothing. I mean, I don't even know. Uh, nothing ever happens in the ocean. Yeah, I mean. Except when James Cameron shows up. His fuck shit up. Starts throwing jewels in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not really I'm not really educated enough on Endless Ocean to talk too much about it. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of like some like submarine shit or. or oh, Silent Service. Some... Played the shit out of that. Did you really? Yeah. Oh man. So you were you played like a lot of because I never really played a submarine sim because I never had a computer that could run them at the time. Well, that was that was NES. Okay. Um, oh, Silent Sco- or Silent. Silent Service, right? No, no, no. Yeah. I, I was. I'm thinking about a PC game now. But it's not well, Silent, Silent Scope. Was that that was a sniper game in arcades, right? Where you get yeah, that big ass yeah. gun? Yeah. I think. God. Um. Silent- but yeah. So um. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Sound Scope 6. I mean, that was, yeah, it was just uh, a really complicated uh, submarine sim. And I had it, and I was far too young to understand what was happening. Hmm. And I couldn't really play it that well. But they always seem cool, because they're just... I mean, Hunt for the Rock October was pretty good. Yeah, exactly. In both the movie and the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I'm trying to think of, like, Super Mario Sunshine. I was, oh, yeah, I wanted to bring up Super Mario Sunshine. So... The only GameCube Mario release, really. Yeah, kind of I mean, much maligned. Like Party. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, lots of hatred for this fucking game. I, I, I never. I'll be honest. I never finished it. Me either. Um, I wasn't I super into it. A bit of it, and that was eh. Fine. Yeah, it seemed fine. I guess, like, I don't even know because it, it had been years since I'd even played uh, Mario sixty four by the time that I was playing Sunshine. And still, it just seemed like Mario had hit their had hit its, his peak in '64. Like I, I remember playing Sunshine, really wanting to like Sunshine, thinking that the jetpack water pack was actually kind of a cool idea, and then being like, "Oh, all right, I have to go refill it again." Okay. Um, all right, yeah. Right. I mean, it seems like it could have been done all right, and you know what? Maybe even something like the Wii would have been a good home for that. Give yeah. you some fidelity with the the motion. I don't know. I wonder if they'll ever bring them um, that but back. But I gotta say, like, it just... I never really felt like much fun. No. It kind of felt like more of a chore than yeah. anything. Um, 
And I don't know. I mean, didn't Mario like originally have like a gun when he was first being conceived? I'm pretty sure, yeah. So I wonder if that's like hearkening back to that. Oh, you might be right. And, and you know what? That does kind of feel weird just to see him even like to not have just like bare bones Mario almost as like your starting character. Like to always have this backpack on the whole time. This feels weird. Like Mario can get yeah, can get and, upgrade, and I guess maybe it would have been something that been, probably would have been better, kind of spaced out in between a whole <laughs> game. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't. Well, I don't know. I'm not gonna fucking tell Nintendo their business. But you should tell Nintendo their business. Should we? They could listen to us. I think so. You think Nintendo? You think, think, Miyamoto you think Reggie listens to the podcast? Which would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be crazy. He's just like. Oh, kind of like these two guys. They were online. One of the guys is a real dick. And the other guy was mean to me last year. I can't believe you said both those things about you. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know what? That's just... What are you going to do? Um, I'm trying to think of some really bad examples, or even some good examples of water. Like, because Shadow of the Colossus, it actually wasn't all that bad if you were in the water. Um, Very... Because there was like a wasn't there an underwater fight? I think yeah, I think one, I think one of the colossi was a was a water based colossi. Was a water guy? Yeah. I really, even though it's like super cartoony, and we did talk about it before, but I love the water in Wind Waker. Yeah, I love no, how. It, the, I mean, it, it's really stylized really well, and I think. And it's it, if not, you want to go for good water, you probably need to stylize it a yeah. lot of times. And like for the most part, like when you're going through the water, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't really look any different for the most part. Like, uh, you can be... I mean, it's very subtly different. Uh, like, they'll just be, like, different height. But for the most part, it's always looking very similar, always looking the same, but it always looks just fucking great. The blue, just, like, the deep blue, uh, just, like, uh, kind of juxtaposed with the deep white or the very light white. It, I don't know. I always really love the, the look of everything in Wind Waker. I, I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I think it... <clears throat> it's pretty awesome. Um, trying to think of like what uh, I mean. What do you think of like water again as like a resource when it comes to like an RTS or a sim type game? Um, I remember from Dust, kind of having to use like a water a good bit, you know, uh, like help kind of like grow around, and that was a. Uh, that, you know, God Sim or whatever. Uh, and that, I don't know. It seemed cool in that game, but I was always pretty bad at it. Um, you know, I was playing some SimCity 2000 uh, last week and kind of getting back into like, okay, like water is a resource that I have to get to everyone, building pipes and everything like that. Um, I forgot how kind of uh, tough it was to manage all that stuff. So I think it's interesting when you can like add that layer on, and it definitely adds adds realism to stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think it's something that you know can. It's really not fun to explicitly manage a lot of times. Right. And I don't think that's necessarily. I'm not blaming water for that. This is RNG though. RNG. I kinda, yeah. No. Um, water's fucking. Fun. But like I, I don't know something like a sieve, like you kind of. You use, like, proximity to water or all that stuff to be able to, you know, create naval forces and do all that stuff. And, and, it, and it opens up, all, you know, 
of different trees in different parts of the world. And I think that, you know, you need to have that stuff for, for realism, even if it's, I mean, obviously not the most realistic game, but like, um, you know, it's an important part of strategy stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I think, I think it's, I think it's good. (laughs) Tiggs. Um, so what about like, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of trying to go through some lists and stuff about like good water usage, uh, which is actually kind of weird for stuff to be looking up, but, uh, rain effects in video games is something that can be very easily overdone and very easily super cheesy, but it can also be like in like a a good detective, you know, like, uh, the rain kind of hitting, the camera lens type yeah. of effect or even just even like blood hitting the camera lens and stuff like that. It's all, it's all been done many times. Uh, and I it, mean, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the obvious choice here, persona four yeah. rain being a major mechanic yeah. in terms of how you do stuff. Uh, heavy rain. I had to go there. I had to sneak it back I know, in. I know you want to do, I know you've been waiting to the entire time. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, if you get into that, like, uh, you know, rain, all that affects like racing games yeah. a lot in terms of like, all right, yo, shit's going to be slippery. Especially in Sims, uh, when, you know, rain makes a big fucking deal when you're playing Gran Turismo or even just the way it looks like, like playing Dairy Queen Tycoon, Dairy Queen Tycoon. Yeah. You're, you you might be that. getting more business that fucking day, but I know games like cook served, like stuff like that, like rain affects like customers and stuff coming into places. Yeah. So can we go too much further into this discussion without talking about Blood Wake? Talk about Blood Wake. So in much a similar vein, I guess, to uh, say like a Twisted Metal, which would be cars, Blood Wakes, it's kind of boats. <laughs> Not I never the played super Blood great Wake. game. <laughs> um, but fucking ridiculous um i don't know uh i always i always kind of liked i always kind of liked a little bit of blood wake my tea in the morning um i was a big fan of sleeping dogs the way it rained and stuff oh the way it rained and sleeping dogs was fucking amazing uh especially on a pc that could like like because sleeping dogs looks better the better your pc is oh absolutely like and every incremental value is just like it's going to look even that much more better. So and it always looks great, but I wish I had a better PC so I could see it even better. But it looks fucking amazing now. So. Um, me too. Uh, do you ever play any of the surfing video games? Uh, you know, I feel like I've played some in like besides, arcades, let's like say, the really cheesy like. Besides California games, <laughs> we've all played California games, but. Oh yes, that's right. Um, yeah, I can't. God, I which can't I've gone to California. To Those are not the games recently. they play there. I'm sorry. Um, trying to think what else has had kind of um that as like a, as a mechanic. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I do think that. When it like, and I think you kind of hit this at the top of it, which is kind of annoying. But I think Uncharted has done some of the best stuff with water. Uh, 
I think Journey had cool water sections. Journey did have like sliding cool around sections, stuff yeah. and going through different things. It was kind of like the more action packed parts. I remember yeah. you going through water, and like when you're kind of into that, you know, in a different section where everything changes. <laughs> I guess I can't say it without spoiling the entire game. Uh, water is used to kind of like convey like kind of like the majesty of everything going around, which is yeah. pretty crazy. Um, I mean, we talked about uh, Bioshock. Uh, which, you know, everything I mean, underwater looks... I mean, water kind of, like, uh, for that, like, uh, you know, it it kind of plays into, like, how decrepit, yeah. you know, everything is. I mean, you're going through Rapture and, like, shit's leaking. Um, things are falling apart, especially, like, in Bioshock 2, like, things will, exp- like, glass will explode and you'll places will get filled up with water. It's, like, I don't know, it's it's used to, I think, a neat effect, yeah, no, 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 definitely, and, and I think it. I think it just it adds to the atmosphere. Yeah, and I think let's all right. Let's you know let's kind of bring this home a bit more. Well, so, hold on, hold on. I mean, before what any... are the kind of things that you hold, you want to see? Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, because we haven't mentioned one game which I thought actually had a really good water. What's that? Came out a while ago. It was Half Life Two. Oh yeah. Half Life Two, especially at the time, and even still today, kind of. Um. Half-Life 2's water looked really, really fucking nice. Yeah, and I mean, I, water I don't think... And everything. You know, that, that, that kind of era of the Source engine has not maybe aged the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I think back then it was, was really freaking impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah, let's bring this in. And let's talk about, yeah, kind of what we want. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I was thinking to kind of play on what you're saying. I think that, like, it's a good way to use... You know, if we're talking about like like water is like part of like rain or weather or anything like that, obviously it's you know it's good for um, mood or, or setting anything like that. And you know, hopefully in the next generation of consoles, we'll be able to see just like little things like the resolution of reflections and yeah. things like that in water just go up even more. Yeah. And you know, that be able to use in like a way that you know, if there's vast quantities of it. You know the 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 resolution doesn't go down or yeah. anything like that. Like it kind of can can keep up. I think that's. Uh, I think water has always been sort of my um, benchmark for where we're at in computer graphics. Is how realistic does the water look? Yeah, like more and so than anything else. That's something that is always like people always show off. Like check out our reflections. Yeah, because it's always because it's you know it is so erratic and impossible to predict that. It could, I mean, like anything you try to do to make it look fluid usually just ends up looking fake and it's crazy. And, and we've gotten to a point, I think, uh, you know, especially recently where they've looked really great, but I think, I think, um, I think Uncharted, like you were saying originally, great, great use of water and just kind of like wetness after the fact, just kind of uh, repercussions of that, like, which you don't usually see. And I, I think we'll probably end up getting yeah. more of that at some point but oh yeah and i think being able to like see people react to it and have like the behaviors of it be more realistic yeah um and not necessarily and uh you know canned in terms of like animation stuff like that like if if things can you know kind of be able to be more um i don't know God, I, I don't want to say procedural or anything like that but like 
to be able to have water, you know, go in different ways. Like I want the chaos yeah. theory, like right. in nice. <laughs> in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I want water to roll in different ways, different times. Roll that water. Exactly. Roll time. Right off. Um, but yeah, but you know what I mean? Like I want like, you know, I think it's to be cool when like different things can, can happen with it and it can, it can react and, uh, and be able to be manipulated. Like blood uh, in the thing. Shit. Like exactly the thing. Nice. The thing is blood. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think you're very right. It's going to be interesting to see what, what kind of happens with the tech and where it goes with kind of the randomness that can happen. Uh, I, I think that a lot, you know, a lot of games have done water really well, especially kind of a sense of being underwater and like uh, like a Just Cause, which I think does have very good uh, swimming effects and, and kind of underwater swimming effects. It's something that, that coming from, uh, I don't know, you know, gaming in an era where water meant difficult it's always kind of a weird thing to see but i i think that's or water also sometimes very much means instant death so even today i still find myself being very wary of ever jumping into a puddle yeah i think it's something that you kind of test out very uh you know cautiously like if i'm about to jump into something i better have just hit a checkpoint or i'm going to look for a checkpoint before i jump into that water and I think it's something that, like, you'll see people get mad for, like, you can't swim. Like, it's yeah. it's something that will cause people to, to you know, freak out. Because I think yeah. it can break illusions pretty fast when yeah. animations don't look right. Or it changes the game in a weird way that doesn't fit the tone or anything. Or, like, when your um, badass, murderous character can't swim. Yeah, something like that. Like, Just it's something that will people will latch on to as not being up to snuff pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Did we just, did we solve water? Water's done. Water's done. Everyone get rid of your water. I got rid of 90% of my body. Don't need it anymore. Get that candy. Mm. Get that candy. All right, let's bring this home, Alex. I think so. Tigs, you can find us on the web at shortwavegaming.com. You can find us on Twitch TV at twitch.tv slash shortwavegaming. Uh, on Twitter at Shortwave Gaming. Uh, you can email us uh, at griefpodcast at gmail.com. And rate us on iTunes. Tell us uh, how much you like water. Yeah. What do you guys think about water? And you can't can believe we just did an episode on water. A free glass of water autographed by us. If you, Yeah, just send us. Uh, we'll give you the address later. Uh, you, you pay postage. You pay postage both ways. In case yep. that wasn't actually, we'll pay for you to we'll, send us water. We'll send you with our autographed water. We'll send you a stamp back for for the for what you sent us. Okay, yeah, I think that's fair. But you I have to send you have to pay for our us to send you the water. So they have to send us water, and we send them. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think so. <laughs> Thank you for being here with me, Alex. Thanks, Diggs. And we'll see you guys next week on the Grief Podcast. H2O, yeah.